Okay, welcome back to episode four of Off the Wall Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, joined by Matt Mello, and again, Hello. another special guest, Coach Perry, author, content creator, baseball coach. Matt's done it? everything. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. For does it all. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, yeah it's awesome to have you on, Perry, even though, I mean, I don't agree with all your uh, ballpark food takes, but not, I'm sure go. that'll come up later. Here we go. We'll start this. We'll start this. Come on, man. I, I just need <laughs> to know, Cracker Jack. Why, dude? You know what? The, you know. So it, it's not necessarily the popcorn of the Cracker Jack that's good. It's the actual peanut that you have to dig in and get. That's the best part of the Cracker Jack. That's the best I part. Mean, it's crunchy. It's sweet. It's a peanut. That's the best part of the Cracker Jack, not the actual popcorn. It's it's um, it's the America's baseball's favorite snack, and I don't understand how you took that take. It really triggered me from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I, I I feel the same way, except reversed, because That's it really awesome. triggered me that you love Cracker Jack that much. I just can't understand. Ah, oh, it's just never been something I enjoyed at all. I. Like the popcorn itself, not bad. Like plain popcorn is not bad. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, I can respect, I'll respect it. I'm not like it about three minutes ago. <laughs> Mello, how do you feel about Cracker Jacks? It, it's not on the top. It's not on my top. But if, if you give me a box, I'll, I'll eat them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll eat them. Yeah. Like I said, I said this in the first episode that I'll have them every once in a while. I don't love them, but I do like them. Yeah. I'm, I fall in the middle. I love them. I, I got to get them. I, I just, I think as I get older, I'm like, give me the peanuts, man. It just, yes. Yeah, as I get older. But um, I mean, I don't know. I'm more of the, I'm not the snack person. Just give me a meal. Give me a Dodger dog or something. Okay. Dodger yeah. dog. That is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Dodger stadium thing. Yeah, really. you ever have the Yankee Stadium garlic garlic fries or what? I, I've never. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are unreal. Yeah, that's what I said too. Garlic fries. We have but, garlic fries too, but they taste like shit. Yeah, you got to get the New York garlic. <laughs> yeah, they taste like shit. <laughs> but Perry, Mello has pizza a lot at Dodger Stadium. Yes, do I th- do. What do you think of that, about that? You have you eat pizza at the stadium? Yeah. And you're in LA. Yeah. California Ooh. Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, no. but isn't that? Yeah, isn't that kind of strange? No, California pizza is not good pizza. <laughs> hey, listen, it's all I know. So, oh, all right. And then when you get on the East Coast, I've had Chicago. Coast, I've right. had Chicago pizza that tastes exactly the same. But okay, so you think Chicago <laughs> pizza? <tastes laughs> Sorry, <like> by anybody <laughs> by that. I had the big thick one. I think yeah. it, what is it, Giordano's or something like that. Uh, we we should have told Pete about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we should have. But, but I, I, for me, it tastes the same. It's like okay, it's just a little thicker. That's all. Okay, well then, you, if you say the same about New York pizza, then you're on something. <laughs> okay, well that's the first thing I'm gonna do. I'll we'll get fly him out. We'll fig- yeah, fly yeah, out. Yeah, first slice. Of me around a diamond business card. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Harry. Let's get. Hungry. Into- 
yeah we always somehow talk about food i don't know how that happens but anyway perry you've done a lot i would say in your uh coach perry tenure tenure as coach perry yeah you've done a lot the past couple of years you wrote a book over quarantine pretty impressive wrote a book you're a baseball coach now what up what else have you done what what else have you done? Do you do anything else? What else do I you do? Is that what a trick question? Do? I feel like you're talking. No, 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 no. What, tell, the, tell the people what else you do. Um, well, I like to make videos yeah, uh, on social media. And um, I think my biggest thing I do now is whatever hat I wear, whether it's a coach or um, author, or like whatever, like I'm a student too, like whatever – avenue I kind of I find myself in whether it's um when, when it comes to baseball I feel like I just really especially of late I've been leaning on like my values and my like my mission my personal mission statement my personal mission brand um and that's the persistent passion to grow baseball players on and off the field which is my Instagram bio by the way um and it's like any anything that comes my way and anything I wanted to provide value for it's for it's because it's aligning with that purpose I have. So I'll wear different hats, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I'm just like a lifelong baseball student. So I'll just keep learning and learning and learning, whatever. Um, So that's just what I'm doing now. Um, And now like, and then like, I'm also trying to throw hard, but I'm sure we'll get into that, but like, that's a whole different topic, but yeah, I'm just infatuated, infatuated with baseball. So any, any, any way I can, be around the games is, is cool to me. Yeah, literally everything you're doing, you're checking off everything right now. You're yeah, sorry, Coach Perry. Coach Perry stock going up. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> but so let's talk about the book a little bit. Obviously, I know what the book is, but for those who don't know, "Reaching Home Plate" is the title of the book. Over quarantine, you wrote it. Yeah, it was during quarantine. And then you got a collection of players, coaches, mental performance coaches, ev- basically everyone involved in baseball yeah. involved in this book. Who who are some like notable names and like what are some things that like you took away from the book that like I don't know, you either learned or like I don't know, that helped you in this whole process of like growing coach coach perry yes um some notable names i mean everyone in my book is kind of a notable name and has and gives a lot of value and and has really good advice i would say the one that sticks out to me is like homer bush i I had a a zoom call with him uh like for 45 minutes like an hour talking about and asking questions and just talking about the game stuff um his son is like art, like around our age, like 21, 22 years old, just going to college ball and talking about that. And it, and it was cool because like Homer Bush literally like won a world series with like with Derek Jeter, A-Rod and all that. Like it was like, I don't know, it's sick. And it was like having a conversation with him was really, really cool and special to me. Um, another, I mean, every guy that I talk yeah. to has some sort of um, – significance like pro baseball and yeah, the one thing that oh no. yeah 
no no i was gonna say because you built like obviously i know you built so many connections with guys just from starting with the book that you still keep in contact too that that you've used as like mentors and things for sure um, yeah a couple of those mentors um brian miles um who again the mental performance guys are are not in my book so to speak like they're not contributors to my book but they definitely helped out a ton when it came to um writing about the mental part of the game because i don't have any contributors in there but brian miles justin sua uh leo ruiz and hannah heisman were definitely parts of like my um advice givers my mentors for that and they all work within pro baseball which is like really cool to see um and i guess to answer your second question um that i guess the whole part of the mental game like learning more about the mental game was super uh like intriguing to me because I, I wish I knew what I kn- knew when I was writing the book when I was playing about the mental side of the game because I think it would helped out uh, my, my career a ton. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And that was going to be a question that I asked, but since you mentioned that, if, knowing what you know now, all your experiences from like talking to all these people who you mentioned, going back to freshman year, Give that story real quick. Give that. Uh, give a very short version of that story. Short version of the story. It was. It was the first. It was the fall semester. It was like a fall season game in inner squad with our team. We split up, and we were given. I was a pitcher, so we were given like X amount of innings to throw. I had to throw like two innings. I ended up not even finishing one because I threw sixteen balls in a row without throwing a single strike. And it was literally the same spot. Like I was peppering the same location. It was this fa- I, I, I didn't throw any other pitch but a fastball because I couldn't throw a strike. So this fastball up and into a righty, up and in, up and in, up and in. Then if a lefty was up, it was up and out, up and out. And I threw 16 in a row. And I was uh, worst experience of my life. So uh, that was, that's cool. That's a short version. Yeah. Okay. So going, knowing what you know now, the knowledge and thing, I don't know, just everything you've taken in, absorbed from all these people. Take that and give that to your freshman year self, that person on the mound. What changes? I don't know if I would necessarily change anything. I just wish I had more of a inner focus, like in the moment type of deal. Like especially when you're when kids and myself included were struggling in a moment. Um, we tend to, our thoughts start to like think either, you know, in the past or, in, or you think so much into the future and you're less present in the moment. So like, for my example, after the second walk, I was thinking in my head, like on the mound, sweating, obviously nervous as crap. Like, Oh, how did I even get to college? Like, how am I even playing right now? What's going on? Why did I not, why am I not throwing strikes? And I'm, and I'm, and all of my thoughts seem to be very futuristic. Like, oh, I'm never going to see the field again. I'm never going to see the mound. Uh, this is probably my last game I'm ever going to pitch in. And you, you tend to lose focus, like, on the present moment. And I think to be present, you have to focus, like, and control your breath. And during that time, like, I was not breathing, like, calmly at all. I was, I was like, hyperventilating on the mound. Like, how am I going to throw strikes if I'm freaking out? And yeah. physically and mentally, like, on the mound. So... I think controlling the breath was it would have, something I would I wish I knew like a skill I knew going into that moment. But again, that you can't predict what's going to happen like that. So I just think having that preparation, having that skill 
of the breath would would have helped me out for sure. Yeah. And everything happens for a reason too, because absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And now you know all of this, and you're applying it to your coaching at PPH and all these yeah. other kids that, like your calls that you do with all these yeah. other kids, and yeah. So now you get to pass on and share this experience because I know like we've played baseball and we've all, I don't know if any of us have thrown, like been in that same exact situation, but I'm sure we've all been in a situation where we're like, Oh shit, like what is happening right now? And then, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, just to go back to the book oh. a little bit, Perry, sorry, Mel, I cut you off. Oh, no, sorry. Um, like the actual writing of it i'm just curious like how long did that take that whole process like between putting getting the thoughts in your head and then writing it out on paper or obviously typing out not writing it but then like the whole editing process reviews all that kind of stuff yeah um i want to say the whole turnaround was probably uh, i have a number four and a half five months max okay um I kind of started during, I honestly can't remember like when I, the thoughts started to happen, but I started writing, I think like in February. Because you had mentioned it before that though. Yeah. But it was, it was just a thought in the head. It was yeah. never like an action I took. Like I had thoughts about it in October, November, December, but it was just like, it was just like, Oh, I had a couple of thoughts in my head, write it down on my computer. And then I never opened that document again, like that type of deal. But I started writing in February. So I, I was really serious about it. That's when COVID hit. It's right after I quit. And um, I didn't know kind of what I was going to do with my life. So I, it was a weird passion that I got. And then when I, once I started doing it and started writing and reaching out to people, it was like, oh my God, like I'm going full force into this thing. And I mean, Bobby can, Bobby obviously knows like there were nights where me and Bobby, because I gave Bobby my, my Twitter account at one point as a secret of my book, secret reaching home plate book, uh, uh, top secret. I don't think anyone else knows this. Me and Bobby, I gave Bobby my login to Twitter and I would literally, me and Bobby would literally be on the same account on Twitter, DMing million, probably, uh, I want to give an estimate, probably at least a thousand people, at least a thousand players, coaches, just to be, see if they would be interested in in contributing to the book. Because how I viewed it was, I know there's a lot of people out there in pro baseball and college baseball that could provide value just a little bit, right? A little bit of their time, the best time that people could get asked to do something because during, during the lockdown, um, if I shot like a million shots, I would eventually get some a couple responses back. And I did, definitely did. And I was happy in the way that it turned out. Um, the thing is with the book was, I think it was, it was so quick, the turnaround. Like I know there are authors out there that take years to write and finish. For me, it was less like, oh, I don't care about how much money I make. I don't care about um, if it ever blows up or it gets popular. I just really want to put something out there that can help out kids. If it's one kid, that's cool. Um, and also share my experiences. And then like there was writing, there were times where I, it was all I could think about. I couldn't go to bed because it was all we could think about. <laughs> yep. Wow. So that's crazy. I think the total probably max five months because I, I released it like June 1st of twenty. 20. 2020. Yeah. Oh my God. It's yeah. almost two years. Yeah. Wow. Two years. Summer. Yeah. Year and a half. Yeah. Years. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember we, we reached out to like pitching coaches because there are even some guys that 
some guys gave a little feedback, like a couple sentences, and some guys just went all out and gave like huge right. responses, which was pretty cool. But and then it got to even, a point, sorry, it got to a point where like it was so much easier to do Zoom calls. So then I I had I got out of my comfort zone, and I was like nervous as shit talking to like professional coaches and players over Zoom calls because it was easier for them to hop on a call, me to record the call. And then write what they said, opposed to, hey, can you please type this out for me? So I can put this in my book. That's because that takes more time out of their day. Um, that's just what I wanted to add to. Yeah. Whatever no. we want. To no, do. no. Yeah, no. Because we had people or whatever. You had people like that covered literally every single aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. I remember whatever pitching coach you would ask, like how to increase velocity like just for example like increase velocity or like something like very specifics yeah. the book literally covers everything and it's crazy. Yeah. yeah everything cool. about baseball performance is is in there and do you awesome. think do you think that's when you like really because i know that you've always wanted to do like mental side of things even before you quit like not specifically like baseball i guess yeah. But do you think the book really helped you like realize that or no? Well, or without, without, without doing the book, I don't know if I would have gotten in touch with like Brian Miles, who's a mental performance coordinator for the Indians, now the Guardians. But um, if I, I don't know if I would have gotten in touch with them because Brian is someone I've always leaned on in the past, like past couple of years for the mental side of the game. Like he's literally told me every, every step I need to take every book. I need to read every podcast I need to listen to. Um, and he's honestly been like a big brother to me with everything about the mental game. So if I didn't do the book, honestly, I don't know if I would be so intrigued with the mental game if it wasn't for him. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Crazy. How yeah. One thing like that, just because you probably wouldn't be doing what you're doing right now. I don't think, or at least probably. to the extent. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know how, but the timing of things is definitely weird. Yeah. All right. Let's get into one more thing that I want to cover right away. Your road to 90. Yeah. So so you have a mission to throw. Mm -hmm. I think you're making a comeback. You You think I'm making a comeback? Making a comeback for what? Like to play? Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know about that. You have a mission to throw 90 miles an hour. Yeah. How's that going? Um, Right now my arm hurts a little bit, but doing a lot of recovery, a lot of stim, a lot of icing. But um, it's been really fun. And I honestly feel like I have that passion again to like work out and get better and train and start throwing more um it's really cool because like at the facility i work at at pph we have all these tools and resources that i can use and train with basically for free because i work there i have a key i can go in there whenever i want to if we don't have any lessons or teams coming in so the access to that is, is really easy i have access to gyms around school and then also when i'm home so it's definitely made the process a lot easier and not being like on a collegiate baseball team, having a really strenuous schedule. Um, I get to put in all the work now. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to it. Like, I don't even know how long it's going to take me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have zero clue what, where it's going to, the road is going to take me, but I'm just documenting 
and sharing every piece of advice and my whole journey with it. Because if it does happen, it's a hell of a freaking story to me, I think. And it, it helps me. It's, it's, I have finally have a reason and a, a purpose for doing it. Like, I, I don't even, like Bobby said, he thinks like I'm going to make a comeback. Like, I'm not doing it to, to play again. Play. Like, I, don't, I don't plan on playing collegially. I don't plan, plan on playing professionally. I'm just doing it to provide value to, for those who are, who are trying to do the same thing, who are, are underdogs like myself, who've never really, I, I didn't have a single inning in college. I threw slow my entire life. And I think if I can prove it through myself, for myself, and also prove it to the people who follow me, the people who, who come with me along the way, um, that anything is really fucking possible, to be honest. And I think it would prove myself right and a lot of other people wrong. There you go. So, and I just want to provide value for everybody to who, who's on the same road. And then it also helps me teach and coach better because yeah. I'm related. I'm doing the work. Yeah. Now, where are so you at? You right said now? you were. Oh. oh, sorry, Mel. I don't want to cut you off again. No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Am I at Velo Wise now? Yeah. Where are you at right now? Uh, on the mound, I'm 77 to 79. Um, on a pull down, like a shuffle throw, I'm at 83. Better than I'll ever throw. Uh, hey man, when I get there, I'll teach you. I'll I'll, I'll coach you. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. Man. We'll make some good videos out of it. And what what did you say, Matt? Oh, I was gonna say you said you're you're at school now. What school are you at? I'm at Montclair State University in the North Jersey. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Um, that's awesome, awesome. Love your story, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, have to. Um, so. Coach Perry started – when did you, like – I was going to I was gonna try and talk about TikTok now. Sure. What are you at now, 20,000 followers-ish? 20, 20, 27, I think, 20.7. Oh, wow. 27, yeah, yeah, yeah. not, not 27. <laughs> I was going to say. Don't sell them 20, short. Yeah. Don't sell them short. <laughs> That's what matters, man. It does. That's all that matters. <laughs> So how long, how long have you been doing TikTok now? I would say under Coach Perry at least. Under Coach Perry, maybe a year max, not even. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was just gonna guess around there, but so for those who don't follow him, I would say it's a lot. You focus on like baseball tips, uh, mental stuff, just like good baseball messages for your audience is obviously younger kids younger baseball players and giving advice there what is the thought process or like I know you have tons of videos where you're just turning recording and just talking into the camera right take me through the process of do you just does it come from anywhere do you just talk do you prep these videos? Do you write them down? I have zero preparation when it comes to videos. It's usually <laughs> when I get a, uh, so in the summer, like when I'm coaching a lot, I get a bunch of like things that tick me, bother me that our guys are doing and that I want to just help, you know, tell them and, and like, you know, not inspire, but like help them fix their shit, like figure their shit out when, when, when they're lacking energy or effort. Um, I get motivation just like being around kids and coaching. So that, that was easy in the summer. Cause like I got things to think about all the time cause I'm coaching and then like, I'll go home in my car, flick on the camera and talk and talk and rant. And then it's just bang a video. 
Um, now, like I'm coaching less, but not as less, as much as I was in the summer, I guess. So um, it usually just comes like if I put on, if I put on like a motivational video, or if I'm on a run or if I'm working out and I just think of something or something that I felt in my life, I would just flick on the camera and talk. Like I have zero preparation to be honest. I just like, hey, I'm gonna I, I have a, I have an inspiration. Let me just talk about it and whatever happens comes out of my mouth. Like I don't I don't know. Um, do I mess up? Yeah, I just it's not I'm not always one take. Like I just. <laughs> I, the, the inspiration and the, and the thought process for, for making the video itself is really, really quick. So it's not, I take a lot of the, it doesn't, doesn't take that much time, but yeah. there are days where I don't have any motivation, like no, nothing to talk about, no content to talk about. So that's when it's like a struggle where I'm like, okay, what can I post now? But yeah. for the most part, it's just like, Hey, like, what can I talk? Like just rant. You just start talking and then something will come out basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um (laughs) what do you call it so i know that how did the whole pph thing start and what yeah no so how long have you worked working for pph what do you do there and i guess you know what hold on i want to scratch that i want to stay with the tiktok what's your goal like i know you're an audience your audience is the younger kids right now i know you're trying to grow the game and like help kids on and off the field like what you just said in the beginning but like do you have any like other um like goals i guess for coach perry i guess is what i'm trying um, to say major league manager yes no no i mean the more i i Again, I just really want to provide value to anybody who watches my videos. Um, that's why I used to get so hung up on like views and stuff and like in- engagement. When and honestly, I don't care anymore when I post stuff. So, because if I can help out one person for one with one video, like I'm happy. To be completely honest, I I didn't think like that, but now I am. Um, so honest, like a quick goal is just post a video a day and provide value every day to one person. And for the most part, that's usually the case because I have, you know, it's only 20,000 followers, which isn't a much on a grand scheme of things in TikTok, but that's more than what I'm talking to 20,000 20, people. Like I'm talking to 20,000 kids who support my page. And it's cool to see messages from people um, and a lot of kids saying, hey, your videos mean a lot to me. Thank you so much. You've helped me out a ton. Um, and the reason why I keep doing the videos is because I get messages that just, are very impactful for, for them and, and, and for me. Like I got, um, not to get like deep here, but I got, a, I remember I got a message saying, hey, my mom passed away like two days ago, this video you made like really helped me out a ton. And I'm like, shit, like that's, it goes so much deeper than the, just like the followers, the views like that. If I can impact someone's life like that, then I'm doing my job and providing the right value to the right people. So like end goals, like, sure. I would love freaking a million followers. Like that's yeah. cool. The end of the day, it's not. It's not what you know. If I, if I have a million followers that think my videos are great and support and give them value, then that that's a million people that I can help yeah. out. Yeah, because having. Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, but like, like you said, like kids, DMing you or messaging you, like saying that they support you, like we've talked about it, but that's that's so cool. Yeah, so that's and it's gonna be the best feeling ever. It no, it is, and it's like kind of. 
it's not overwhelming but it kind of is a little bit overwhelming because it's like dude i'm just a regular kid like i'm 21 years old and younger guys and even college guys and, and guys older than me like reach out to me saying like i helped them and it's just like shit like again i just want to be that person i want to be that guy that anyone can help and, and, and lean on again i'm only one person so i can't like reach everybody but at least my videos the thing with tiktok is that you have such a big reach um so that's i think that's that's cool but yeah it's, it's honestly a great feeling and it's yeah. cool because like you think um back when you were playing obviously yeah. we didn't have we weren't on like tiktok or anything like that but to have someone like a relatable baseball player to look up to basically like these yeah. kids who are messaging you do look up to you like having a person like that like when we were playing like that would have been so cool and you're basically like that for some of these kids yeah it's it is kind of crazy to think about because like i don't know who i look other than like professional baseball players like who did i really look up to in in, on social media like i don't even know if there was somebody like maybe eric yeah but i'm really (laughs) like i just love stuff but not like i wouldn't message him and be like yo i think you you inspire me like i don't know you know what i mean yeah, I mean it's like like you said, not to get too deep, but it's awesome that you take a second, you know, ten seconds out of your day to read a kid's message and then to respond to it. The fact that some people, like I understand, people can't go through a million message requests, but still, like some people who don't necessarily take the time to do that, I think that's really awesome that you do that. Yeah, and and not to like toot my own horn, but of late I've been getting a lot of messages, like like kind of like overwhelming a lot um and i try my absolute best to respond to every single one of them um for the first like couple of days when it was happening i it was everything that consumed my day um but then i realized i couldn't i shouldn't be doing that i have to spend some time doing other things other than responding to messages so one thing that i found that helped me is i like block out an hour a day whether that's in the night before i go to bed or when i wake up Hey, respond to these messages. Cause I know what it feels like to respond to people. Obviously I, I mean, Bobby DM millions of people. I know what it feels like to DM a message, especially something you're, you care about and you're and, and it means something to you and not get a response. Like I know what that feels like. And I don't want to give that feeling to any, any kid that messages me. Um, and another thing that's cool too, like on Instagram, you can send like audio messages. So that's easier for me to, instead of like typing a whole paragraph, I'll just say, say in the audio, like, Hey bro, I like, appreciate you. Um, X, Y, and Z, this will help you, blah, blah, blah. And that's goes quicker in my process too of responding. And I, again, I want to respond to everybody. Yeah. I'm sure you've helped some kids not quit, like continue to play, especially these little kids. Yeah. You yeah. give them like a path to like, no, I'll keep playing. I want to keep playing. And I yeah. think that's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's a goal. Yeah, Perry, I just have to ask you about that, the flag behind you there, the eat clean, bro. Is that something you always embraced, you know, or is that something that you picked up recently? Because, I mean, at least for me personally, sometimes it's tough to uh, take the time necessarily to always eat healthy or to uh, just in general sometimes to eat healthy. What, what can you tell me about that? To be honest, Matt, I don't want to burst your bubble here. Um this eat clean bro is actually a brand, like it's a business. Okay. okay. You know, it doesn't okay. It doesn't, it's not my flag either. Um, it's my roommates. But eat clean bro is basically like a meal, like they prep healthy meals for you, like steak and rice, 
bur healthy burgers with no bun um, and like with healthier fries and, and like it's like a healthier meal prep and they send us we uh, my roommate gets like eat clean bread delivered to the apartment here at, at school so oh, okay. yeah yeah eat, eat clean bread is a business like i have zero like value to bring about diet dieting okay and they just that's what it's called eat clean bro it's honestly really cool they're based out of like jersey so it's awesome yeah still cool not the answer i was expecting but that's still yeah, really good <laughs> you were asking the question i was like i should probably tell them that it's not anything <laughs> that is, but yeah you're good you're good <laughs> um okay so something that has been i could say a very big topic within the game of baseball past few years is how to grow the game of baseball because a lot of kids are either quitting early or shying away from baseball going to different sports is there a way to help grow the game better i mean this isn't just for parry this is for everyone is there what are some ways that like we can we or anyone could grow the game of baseball and expand the audience I'll try, I'll quick, timely quick in and then give it to Matt Mello. But I would just say that, yeah, absolutely. It's really bad of how the, you know, the game is, was dying down on, especially on a national and television level. Um, but I think what they're doing now with, especially TikTok and the creator, the, the content creators, the ambassador program they have. And I think that's going to help out grow the game. I don't know how in how long, but it's definitely doing a better job than it was in the past in terms of bringing awareness to the game. Yeah. Um, I don't like the new rules they're doing with it to make it to make the game quicker and, and less boring and stuff. Like I think it's stupid. I think Manfred needs to go. Um, different topic that I don't really want to get into. Yeah. And then I also think here's here's where I'll shout out. I also think having accounts and Instagram accounts and social media accounts like around a diamond will help push out the game even more. So Kudos around a diamond rocks. You you guys can it's your turn. Thank okay. you. Go ahead, Bruno. No, it, it seems like you know, with growing the game, it seems like over the years, it's like, you know, like us, like the fans, we create the content and we, you know, make these things to where we can bring it to other people. Um, so that's what I've noticed like in the last maybe like couple years, decade, like more fans yeah. are starting, like, okay, if the players. And everybody, these guys don't want to help grow the game. We'll do it ourselves. Yeah. And just another kind of thing to hit on with the, you know, help growing the game. Um, how about ending the lockout? You, that'd be you wanna, cool. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> it's like, can we end this lockout and get your sport on television? Like, cause I, I'm sure, like, there's many of these kids that are, you know, watching these billionaires, both sides, players and owners, fight over money and stuff like that and it's like it's not helping us grow this game like you you see the other three major sports right now the nhl the nfl the nba they're all playing right now right i know baseball's not in season right now but there could still be off-season moves there's still a lot there's still things to be done yeah yep and then i saw a lot of people talk about this and i agree that like the diehard fans like us will always watch baseball but the casual fans that are just like on the brink of like, like they like the other sports better. Yeah. They tend to go to those sports and the lockout will not help. Like lockout does not help. Not like, even close to helping. Yeah. Well, obviously 
it doesn't help. But even us, like, for us diehard fans, we don't want to hear you know all these people fight fighting over stuff. It's like, can we just yeah. you guys just go out there and play? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. To, to repeat a little bit what Melo said, like the lockout's not helping anybody. Do you see that on any of the other major three sports? I know the NFL has had uh, lockouts or uh, player. I don't know what it's Hold called. Simple yeah. things like that. Strikes. Yeah. Strikes. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But that's not something that happens every time there's a CBA that comes up. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you got to – It's everybody says, you know, millionaires arguing with millionaires. But it's true, and that's why everybody says it. And then another thing that I think part of it comes down to is availability. Like, come on. The game shouldn't be blacked out all the time. Make, make the games more available. You got to get some. I know. I know they have Fox. MLB on Fox is a pretty big thing. But even to get it on, you know, local channels, to get it every night baseball on Fox if you can. I know that's not necessarily because the ratings aren't the best, but I feel like that would help it. Um, yeah. Instead of just the Sunday or Saturday games once a week or every other week, and then just the playoffs. But yeah. that, that's my take on it. Yeah, yeah. and I have MLB TV. Which I'm very, I'm very grateful for, but I shouldn't be not able to watch my Dodgers. Right, to get blacked out. Oh, don't get me started with that. I'm paying all this money, um, but I mean, I'm not. I got it for free. Thank you, T-Mobile. But um, um, like for other people, other people who don't have T-Mobile, I pay money. Yes, they pay money. I can't watch the damn Yankees. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Dodgers. He wants the Dodgers, bro. That's what I'm saying. It, it too makes late. no sense. Yeah, Dodgers it makes no late. sense. Yeah. I'm oh yeah, it's at ten o'clock where you guys are at. <laughs> you guys can stay up. But um, <laughs> but so going off like the last year for baseball was huge for Shohei from Shohei Otani. I would say that probably put baseball on the map for the first time in years. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And then the lockout just brings it all down. Like you probably brought, we probably brought in a ton of new fans just because of seeing Shohei Otani, and then now yeah, the lockout had a bunch of momentum. Yeah, yeah, had and then it just killed everything. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what else they do, but um, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Fire Manfred! Fire Manfred! He's garbage. <laughs> Manfred, garbage. Thanks. I mean, yeah, yeah we, we said that. We killed him in like two other episodes. Yeah, we yeah, killed. We killed him. We killed him. We're he's never getting. He's, he's the worst out of all of them, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then we decided to be nice a little bit just in case if, like, we could, like, go to, like, some games. All and my credentials. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> all my credentials. So yeah. So, like, we could like him if he gives us that. But if, unless he gives us credentials, like, screw him. You can go to hell. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, wow, put that on the title. Rob, Rob, <laughs> we go to hell. Mello. Did, you guys, did you guys hear kind of um, with the whole TV thing? You guys heard about the baseball possibly being on Apple TV? Did you guys hear about that? Really? Yeah, but the, uh, yeah. yeah. probably yeah. blacked out like, like it is. All- yeah, I know. It's like I'm not going to get excited because it's like, all right, well, I probably can't watch any team. So <laughs> they're going to give me all the KBO games. Yes. <laughs> Which I was very into during the pandemic for like a week, and that was yeah, me too. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. I was only in it for like a week. I was in for it for a week. Yeah, 
And then I, did, I didn't understand any of the, the signs on the wall. And then yeah. I didn't know any of the players. I was like, all right, Major yeah. League Baseball. Needs hey, to man, up. Adam Jones in KBO, right? Yeah. No, I thought, is he in or, the KBO? No, is he? Is he in, I think I he's think in Japan. He's Japan, no? Japan. I totally lied. Adam yeah. Jones, I'm in <laughs> Yeah. Come back. Um, you guys have anything else before we get into rapid, the rapid fire questions? No, Bella? again, nothing else has happened this week. So yeah, um, what is yeah. this like day? What forty of the lockout or something? Yeah, Not at least more. I think more. But, had a yeah, today. I don't know if that yeah, gets they, started. No, Jeff Hassan said. Yeah, that there's like nothing happened, and a lot of players said it didn't go well or something like that. So there's nothing to even talk Which is about. Not there's, surprising. Yeah, yes. there's no point to even t- mention that. Because there's, there's gonna not going to be any movement. Nobody's going to do anything until after the Super Bowl, which is a month from now. Yep. Nobody's going to do anything. Yep. So, you know, sorry, guys. Don't expect spring training. Yeah. We'll see you opening day. Do you think opening day will happen? I think will it happens. Be the same? Opening day happens. It better. Well, today, today I, I hope so. Today's January 13, 2022. I guarantee you we'll start on time this year. And I don't know what I'll do if I'm wrong about that. You guys wow. gotta figure that. Out. Wow. So somebody right. clip that, and if I'm wrong, I'll do something. <laughs> something I think I think you should go around the Dodger Stadium wearing a San Francisco Giants uh, jersey. You got a deal. You, you got a deal. You need to vlog yourself running around in a Giants uniform. You got a deal. All right. <laughs> there it is. Who are the Dodgers <laughs> playing? Who are the Dodgers playing? Hang on, let me get the schedule. Who are they playing opening day? I don't know. You should know that. Uh, uh, Okay. Opening day better have it. Oh, Dodger. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm scrolling through. Who are they playing opening day? For some reason, the season starts, like, before you know over, the season's going to start, like, in February. Don't you guys remember when the season used to start, like, on the 15th of April? Now it starts, yep. like, on the 27th. Yep. Uh, yeah. The Rockies. Okay, so we'll win that one. We'll win that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to see Walker Bueller take the mound. He will be on the mound uh that day, whatever I say. Okay. Yeah. But you're wearing a Giants jersey. Maybe right. yeah, if we start late. If we start late, if we start on time, if there's an opening day on that day, we're good. Okay. All right. <laughs> I gotta find my jersey. I gotta find a Giants jersey. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> oh, I yeah, te- one of my teachers in high school is a Giants fan. Yeah. Okay. And we we Harry. couldn't have fun with it because like they were terrible. So at the time, still <laughs> you got a uh, nice Tim Lincecum jersey. Yeah, I love that black. one. Yeah, it's that's my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, it's a black one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys want to get into rapid fire questions and wrap this up? Yeah. Sure. Do I still have it? Who's starting? Oh, uh, okay. Here we go. Uh, I guess I'll start if I have it right questions, here. Questions, Perry, or Perry, questions for you. Yeah, uh, we did this with uh, Pete, Pete. Yes, uh, yeah, yesterday, and he actually. Like, what do I got to do? I just rapid fire and shoot me questions? Yeah, yeah. you got to answer. You got to right. answer. All right, I'm ready. First question. I think okay. This question what? came from Perry's TikTok. This was inspired by one of Perry's TikToks. Oh, all of way. these? Just no, 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 the, fir- the first one. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm the only one answering? Uh, we could yes. all chime we in. We could all chime you, in. I mean, we gave our answers yesterday, but if you want to mix okay. it up and say something else. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, first question. Is it have a catch or play catch? 
I say happy cats. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> you guys, I mean, I, yo, 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 you want to have a catch, bro? That's it. Yo, we don't play catch. What are we, it's not like game. It is. We'll play catch. You want, yo, you want to catch? That's it, dude. Like that. Yo, Johnny, happy catch, bro? That's it. It's not, yo, let's play catch, man. <laughs> I think you're in the minority on that one. Well, I only no. had I only <laughs> had one throwing partner in high school, so it was like we never said that. It was like just we locked eyes to each other. I remember <laughs> right, locked eyes. You leaned in. He gave a little smooch. Yeah. Go out <laughs> Run out there. Hey, how can you not be romantic about baseball? You know that is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Next question, Perry. Have, Better uh, sound. Sorry, Mello. What were you no, saying? Go ahead. No, yeah. It's romantic about baseball, but the Dodgers have uh, crushed me a lot yeah. of times. So. It's a love-hate <laughs> relationship. That's what it is. There you go. All right, Perry. Yep. Is it crack of the bat? Which is which is the better sound for you? Crack of the bat or the pop of the glove? There's a right answer, by the way. Yeah, pop of the glove. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. What okay. Pop of the glove. I'm a pitcher. I like I like the oh yeah, you're a pitcher. That's true. Yeah, you don't want to hear the crack of the bat. You're a oh no. <laughs> I thought I would say crack of the bat. Both are just I love both. Okay. Like when you're I'll warming go, up, I'll throw, I'll throw another bat. one on there. Metal cleats, metal spikes on, on the concrete. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. See, I there you go. That. That's... I love yeah. that too. I was like concrete right next to like my field in high school, and like there would be other stuff going on, like other sports. They hear my cleats and they look back at me. It's like, dude, I've been doing this for like how long, and you still get weirded out by this? Yeah, <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. All right, next. Next, got, Mello, you got the next one. Yeah, I got it. What MLB player would you let your girlfriend cheat on you with? We had fun with this. This lasted like twenty minutes yesterday with Pete. <laughs> There's a lot of handsome guys in Major League Baseball. You know who I like? You know, I think is a genuine guy, too. I'm going to go with Chris Bryant. I think Pete yeah. said Chris Bryant. Okay. Yeah. Too. yeah, that was one of his. 50, no way. Yeah, yeah that was did. one of his 50 responses. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Chris Bryant. Really? I think Chris Bryant. If my girlfriend came to my came into the room and said, hey, babe, I'm going to go to Chris Bryant's place. He said he said he'll buy me dinner. I would say, yeah, like 100%. Chris Bryant, honestly, he's loaded. He's loaded. He's got good eyes. He's got the, yeah, he's got yeah. the eyes. He's got the nice facial hair. He plays with a crappy team. Plays with a crappy team. <laughs> yeah, the, the crappy team jersey that you're going to be wearing. And I think <laughs> oh, he's, he's, oh. very, he's very uh, – he looks, he looks nice and respectful. I like that. And I would, I would let it happen for sure. Other answers yesterday were um, he said Derek Jeter, he said Anthony no. Rizzo, any Cubs no. player from the 2016. Yeah, yeah he said any, yeah, <laughs> any, any 2016 World Series champion, other than a world champion. Same but, thing. Um, any any world any player from the 2020 Dodgers want to date a girlfriend that I don't have? Go ahead. But you wouldn't. You would say no to Jeter, Peck. I would say no to Jeter. Really. You know why? I don't like how he did his little baskets after he had the girls. You know what I mean? <laughs> after he had a night with the girls, he gave him a gift basket and a signed, an assigned autograph. Didn't he, like, didn't he, wouldn't he, like, I know this is, like, he played in an era where, like, the phones weren't that big, but didn't he, isn't there a rumor, like, he would take their phones or something? Or I, have, I, or something I, like I have a rumor. Really? I've, I've heard of a rumor 
that I don't know if I should say on on camera. And is, I don't it, know. is it from like a credible source? I don't know. I just it's saw a pretty it. credible source, and I think if I said it out loud, my reputation would go down to shit. This podcast would be off the off the air, and I think people <laughs> will be will be sending death threats to me. I'll I'll see All right. I'll we'll, say it off. Recording. We'll hear that. We'll hear that later. Um, <laughs> All right. Hear that right. response from twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next Moving question, on. Perry. If you could choose choose to change any moment in baseball history, what would it be? Oh, this is so easy. It'd be this. It'd be the hanging slider that Chapman threw it out too bad. That's, that's, that's what Bobby, Bobby said. That was, that was one Bobby. of the. Yeah, that was one of my. I, I, I remember that day like it was yesterday. Like we, I was at a party, at a college party, and we were, you know, we walked in. And I'm like, "Yo, put on a TV right now," because the game was on. We couldn't not miss it. Like, I don't, I didn't care where we were. The TV went on, and we had like 40 people surrounding the TV. And all of a sudden, like we're watching because I was in the Uber, and we were like looking at the score app, like the that we were watching the game live in the MLB app, and like. That's when DJ hit that home run, that crazy yeah. home run to my field that, that barely went out. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna tie the game or whatever. And then we, we get to we get to the party. We're like, yo, put the TV on. Watching TV, and all of a sudden, Altuve hits that shot, and I was like, I don't even want to party anymore. I want to go home. Like, it was the most <laughs> thing that has happened. Like, that's that's the one thing I would probably change because if they hit a home run, if the Yankees won that night, the party would have been electric. Yeah, the, Yan- the party would have electric. The party would have been electric. But they lost, and I wanted to go home and Uber back home. Yeah, that was the year where I thought, like, at the that Yankee 2019, I thought you guys were going to win that series. I really did. Oh, God. That, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was insane. Because I, I, I remember watching – I stared at the TV for, like, an hour after, like, in disbelief. Oh, how like, can I, you do that? Oh. No, 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 because I just, like, could not move. Yeah, I no, I disbelief. Just... It was oh, crazy. another another – this is totally not what the question was. I just thought of, like, a memorable – the most, like – memorable moment that I have in my mind was like 20 I don't know what year it was but it was like I think I was a freshman in high school and it was Jose Bautista's home run that he he had that sick bat flip like I remember that like yesterday too yeah I was like ex, ex-girlfriend at the time. oh yeah oh, yep. ex, ex, shout out shout out <laughs> that was a great uh, time yeah <laughs> next um any more yeah we yeah. have one more we got one more question uh what mlb player would you want to be as your wingman you're going out tonight what um what mlb player you want what by your side pizza answer yesterday was very good i like that answer yeah it was and my i don't know why but my first one was Big poppy. I don't know. I don't know why it came in my head. You know, that's a great. That's a great answer. You are amazing. That that is a great answer. I'm thinking big poppy. Is that bad? No, no. that's a great answer. That's I, mean, a great I, answer. I want to be with a big dude. I want to be with a big dude. You know, who has authority. You know, and he, and like he speaks. And everyone loves him too. Yeah. Oh, dude, everyone loves poppy, and he speaks Spanish. You need him to speak bring Spanish. Spanish. Oh, huh? why do you need him to speak Spanish? Because then it opens up the door to like the Spanish, the, to the Latinos. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, Mike. that's right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's a great a answer. Hispanic, a Hispanic kid from Los Angeles. I love that. That is that is a great answer. I'm going Big Poppy. I like Big Poppy. Um, 
yeah. I feel like he's a pretty funny guy too. Like he'd be able to, yeah. you know, keep the mood light and yeah, you know, laugh at your jokes, you know, boost your confidence a little bit. Who yeah. did he say? He said Nick, Nick Swisher. Swisher. Nick Swisher. Oh, yeah. you know what? I don't like Swisher because I think he's too loud with being a wingman. I, I get it. I get oh, I it. I can see that. I, I just feel like he's too loud and like annoyingly, overwhelmingly loud at a bar. That can, yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. Swisher can come at me for that. I just, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> Not that Nick Swisher to his podcast, but like, we can make that happen. No, yeah, he is. But, um, but I was, I was thinking too, you can't have anyone that's like really good looking either. No, because then it's competition. That's why I'm going to be Poppy. Big Poppy's a good looking dude, but he's also older than me. He's bigger than me. And I think he would provide a lot of value. Like a big teddy bear. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Big teddy bear? I was big poppy. Oh, a big yeah. teddy bear. Yeah. Oh, I mean, somebody big poppy yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah, because I played first base and I was left-handed. And yeah. that was actually my number in high school, 34. I, I fully embraced it. Yeah, there you go. Love that. Um, that's just, that just stayed on the field, though. That just stayed <laughs> on the field. I was not, <laughs> I was poppy off the field. Yeah, I was mellow off the field and <laughs> all around campus. It was, that was just a baseball nickname between the team nah. and the coaches. That was more the coaches. <laughs> got a lot of any other questions for Perry? Yeah, I got one for for Perry. Are you are you a big podcast guy? And if so, uh, what's your favorite podcast to listen to? Um, I, I I used to love podcasts. Um, you're on one right now. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, like, I used to love listening to them and consuming them. <laughs> I would say I'm gonna shout out my boy, my dude Justin Sua. It's a very short, like his episodes and podcasts are like two to five minutes long. And they're just quick, like inspirational ones. But he does one every single day, and he hasn't missed a day. Oh, okay. So, like, if if there was one podcast I would listen to other than like this one, it'd be "Increase Your Impact" by Justin Sua. And it's like anyone can listen to it. It's like motivational, inspirational, helps get your life together a little bit. Two to five minutes. And Justin Sua, what awesome. does he? Who does he work for? Yeah, so Justin Sua is a mental performance coordinator for the Rays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What about you guys? What do you, what do you guys like to listen to? Bobby and Matt, what do you guys podcast? Um I listen, I listen to the Mike Stud one. The Mike the uh, You never you never YNK podcast. Very good. Talk about mental health, connection to Perry. But yeah, he talks about that. He has a lot of athletes on. I listen to that. Um that's really the only one I listen to nowadays. I don't really have time for anything else. But what about you guys? Or starting I, nine too. Starting nine. Yeah, starting nine. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> I am a huge Pat McAfee guy. Love yes, listening sir. to Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Um, I listen to some some of the John Boy shows too. Those are usually pretty fun. Um, used to be really big on Colin Coward, but I had yeah, I don't to know. To his podcast. There was like, I, I, there, I don't. Yeah, I was the same thing with Colin Coward. There was like a point in my life for like maybe a good two years, but like I will watch his show when I get home, like on YouTube and stuff. I don't know why. Really. Yeah, I don't. I never went through that phase. But or yeah, even I, skipping Shannon. <laughs> no, I I was never. Maybe just for like the first like the morning, but that was it. Uh, yeah. No, I listened to a bunch of the Barstool Barstool ones too. KFC Radio, 
PMT. Pardon my take. Nine. I want to meet those guys one day. Yeah. Pardon my take, yeah. I want to meet those guys. Yeah. Big football um, So, you guys have any final thoughts? Or, Perry, I'll ask, I asked Pete this. I want to ask you. So, you don't have a podcast right now. And you probably you know um, any plans for it at any time. But you do, like, connect with a lot of other people, coaches. Is there anyone who you'd love to connect with and, like, get in contact with and honestly just talk to and, like, pick their brain? Like, who would you love to pick, pick their brain? Like, dream, sit down for lunch with them. Have a great conversation. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a deep question. Um, I've had conversations with a lot of great people. Are there any players or coaches that come to mind or not even coaches? I don't know. Anyone that comes to mind that you've always wanted to sit down with? Here, I didn't, I, this, is, this is not even baseball related. Does it have to be baseball related? No. No. I, would say, I think I could, I could probably have like a four-hour conversation straight with Joe Rogan. I don't know. Yeah. Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why in my head. Like, yeah, I would say Joe Rogan or um, Kevin Hart. I think yeah. Kevin Hart would be a great conversation. He's a very inspirational guy, too, yeah. while also funny um, and very smart. I wish I could have had a conversation with Kobe Bryant, RIP. Yeah. I think that would have been my, like, number one sit-down. Like, if I were to sit down with somebody as an athlete, I would sit down with Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, that was always, that was always my dream to interview him. Yeah, you know, man. Like, I mean, he's living, awesome. living here in LA, dude. He was he was bigger than life. Yeah, yeah. Bigger than life. No, I can imagine. I still remember that day so clearly. That's yeah. so crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Any baseball players, Harry? Any current ones that you? Um, I don't want to say look up to, but are, is there? I guess you could say look up to. I mean, I look up to players, but in a different sense now because I'm very infatuated with like, because I used to be like, like, I used to look at them like how they're, you know, above you, kind of, right? Or no? Above you when I when when I was doing the book, I kind of realized that they're just regular people and they want to be treated like regular people sometimes. Um, I think, but I love the guys that like grind like a shit. I'm like, they, because the thing with the elite athletes that I love is. You can tell why you, you have to like know their routines and their mindset to tell the difference why what makes them so elite and so great. Right. So I think any any elite player that I can think of, I don't know, uh, Max Scherzer, I think yeah. I would think I think Max Scherzer is would be someone like if you're off the field with him and you have a conversation with him, you can just see what makes him so different and why he's so like really good at what he does. Same with Degrom, like I think guys look guys like that, you can just sit down with them have a five minute conversation and realize like shit the, there's a reason why these guys are pretty legit they they, yeah. they take seriously they take their shit really seriously yeah because there are tons of people in this world who have extreme talent but then it takes that people who take that extra step like that kobe bryant or michael jordan all yeah. them that's that's what makes them so great that they go right. that extra mile that it factor i guess you could say right. Yeah, absolutely. Every, everyone in the big leagues has talent. Like even when they suck and, and they bat 120 or whatever, like everyone in the big leagues is there for a reason and has talent. Um, even in the minor league system, like they all have talent. That's the reason why they're there. But the, but the thing that makes that makes them extend their career the longest, longest possible way 
is that other, like, what is that other factor? Like exactly you said, the it factor. And sure, sure, there's a reason why like the elite athletes who've been in high pressure situations can just do it on the man, on command because they've done it time and time and time again. Like I would put all my money like in a playoff game to be completely honest. Like if the Mets made the playoffs, I put all my money on Max Scherzer doing better than DeGrom would. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've I seen it. that. Max Scherzer is the most experienced. Like he has some, he's like the most experienced in, in, in the, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who, well, what other, what other pitcher has more experience than him? Yeah. Kershaw maybe? Clint Kershaw, Kershaw. Clint Kershaw, Hall of Famer, Clint Kershaw. He sucks in the playoffs other than like last year or two oh. years ago. <laughs> I mean, Chef said uh, John Lester has the most game one star. Yeah, he does. Yeah, does he, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Which I was totally shocked to hear. So yeah. happy retirement, John. We miss you. Yeah, yeah. But don't be a stranger. <laughs> but there is a like reason why Max. Like everyone talks about how Max Scherzer is just like a machine. He's like he's just so locked in and like he's not human. I don't think. And I'm sure that goes into tying back to you his mental side of the game like he just knows when to stay calm collected and just like locked into what he's doing and even yeah, though he's I not like vocal about it or whatever or he might be i don't know i think i think those guys have and jeter was like this too they i've read jeter's book i've read uh, kobe's book they have like a switch in their in their head where when they're on the field, when they're on the court, when like when they're in the ring, rink, they just turn it on, and they're a, they're not they're a different person. I remember watching an interview with Kobe's, um, like I guess mindset coach at the time. He was Tim Grover. He Kobe Kobe would listen to the Halloween themed music, like the Michael Myers song, in his yeah. head, like blasting it in his ears before like a big game, a big playoff game, because he had to turn into something else. And yeah. go to a space where it was dark, and it wasn't him. He wasn't. He wasn't holding any weight of Kobe Bryant. Like he was something else. Again, Mamba. Like right? he had a different type of mentality. Um, I think Scherzer has. I think those guys who, who are elite like that have a, a switch. They turn it on, and now they're fucking locked in. Yeah. But that's that's developed over time. That's just not something you just turn on and off. Like oh, yeah. one day I'm going to turn on this this this, uh, this switch. It's like a culmination of all the bad experiences, good experiences. And being fully present in the moment and just fucking locking in. It's like really hard to do. And I, I can't even imagine what that feels like. No. It's crazy. That's what I'll say. That's all, I'll end on that because like that's that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Any final thoughts, guys? I think we got it. Yeah. Yeah. That was very solid. Yeah, for sure. All right. We'll wrap it up here. Thanks, Perry, for coming on. Appreciate you as always. Great Thank friend you. of the program, Coach Perry. Follow him on all social medias, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all that stuff. Get the book, Reaching Home Plate, for all you baseball players. And, yeah, thanks, Perry. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so it. much, Perry. Roll the right. 90, baby. Let's do it. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. See you.